unique ways with Thomas Gerard emerges with people from all walks of life who through their own unique angle succeed and flourish. Enjoy the ride and welcome to Unique Ways, an audio podcast. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Unique Ways with Thomas Gerard, an audio podcast. We've got two awesome guests on today. Um, the first uh, moved from Bangalore to Delhi, armed with a degree in graphic design and worked with prestigious firms like Prestige and The Bold Creative. Uh, she co-founded The Bartender in 2015 before selling to a partner and starting over in 2017 with Gray Cell Design. Our second guest is a graphic artist that specializes in visual identity design, advertising design, and uh, web design, and is intricately involved with art and copy and has been since a young age. Um, she has a keen interest towards digital design and always enjoyed being a learner in this vast pool of fascinating knowledge in this time of creative innovation. Please join me in welcoming Chavi Sethi and Noor Baines. Welcome. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi, Thomas. Thanks. That was a beautiful introduction. You've literally, we're bold. We're bold, for sure. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Great. Um, you ready for 20 questions? Yep. Yeah. Okay, go. here we go. Number one, tell me a little bit more about yourselves. What do you do? Um, I would say we're creative thinkers and just natural problem solvers at core. That's what kind of defines both of us and what we do. Um, and yeah, that's us in a little bit of a gist for you. Great. Just a note for our audience, um, Chavi Anur and I met in New Delhi about 10 years ago, where I was a lecturer of visual communication there for about a year in New Delhi. Um, question two, what's a key piece of knowledge that makes you different? Uh, so we're both polar opposites, Noor and I. Um, we come together in this creative union that we've started called Overcaffeinated Design. And it's a beautiful dance of the yin and yang because I feel that we both balance each other's energies out in a really cohesive way. And so I feel like it's not, it may not be knowledge in its traditional sense, but it's just our attributes and how they balance each other and how it sort of works out that makes us different. Great, that's great. Um, one other note for the audience: um, if you're gonna like this episode, or if you feel like uh, it's going the right way, um, check out this early episode with Sneha Ray. She was also a student of mine, or actually, she was also a student at the school I was teaching at um, in New Delhi ten years ago. And um, yeah, that was a great episode. Um, question three: Why this of all things? Why do you do what you do? I feel like overcaffeinated design, which is the name of our studio is a place where kind of robust creativity flows day in and day out. Um, of course, as the name suggests, we both love coffee and everyone on our team is always buzzing with ideas. Um, so we're a bunch of passionate people who do, who do uh, you know, uh, who do, I mean, we do what we do. And we're visual thinkers, I'd say, um, who find creative solutions to complex problems. Yeah, um, but... I feel like the more, as women in business um, now, the more we interact with other women in business, it makes us realize how nascently we're all problem solvers and multi multitaskers. 
um and it also made us realize how naturally it comes to us as women and that's all thanks to our mothers and ancestors who were also great managers and are continue to be amazing soundboards for us you know why they still have the capacity to do it all and still have it coming more you know so and on that note i feel like it's just simple there are always ideas that are looking for a home brands that are looking for stories and people in the end are looking for people to connect with so that's why we wake up every morning and do what we do yeah nice i love the name over caffeinated design we had a professor paras chaturi who's uh, also based in india on and he said that uh, in the morning he doesn't start with one cup of coffee but he starts with two cups of coffee and I, I, that is so great i think i think I, that's most mornings for us as well and and if i remember correctly it's a lot like you as well thomas you would walk in with your 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 massive cup of coffee into a lecture in the morning and it would yeah. be dark and strong and black and i feel like now now we looking understand. back we understand what you were buzzing on <laughs> Nice. I love it. Um, number four, what does your future look like? Um, okay, so drawing from this conversation, it's dark and it's bold and it's just how we like our coffee. Like we're buzzing and we want to see what the future holds for us. That's great. Um, number five, I say is unique to this podcast and I think it's a good one for you guys. Let's talk about location. How does the notion of place play into what you do? I think we're both city quitters to be fair you know we chose to leave uh, bustling streets to find ourselves nestled in a cove very close to the coastline and we're in a coastal city called goa in india yeah. and there's a lot to learn from the ocean you know it's not just a blank empty canvas or a vast space it's actually a space that's living and breathing that also has history and politics it has culture and so much so much more um and we ourselves are the ocean to be fair the ocean is the source of our life and also sadly a graveyard for many if i may say so i mean it's complex um but it capacitates it's profound it has depths it has beautiful shimmering surfaces and all the beautiful and terrifying meanings that the ocean has had not only for us today but of course like throughout human existence so we find ourselves nestled in this quaint little coastal city which is which we now call home and uh, it's beautiful it's beautiful to live here it's inspiring it's just we see ourselves as changed and uh, changed people who've grown you know yeah i feel like it was um, in a post pandemic world it was almost necessary for us to leave the buses of the city and come to a place where we can find ourselves and our creative voice and so yeah location that way is very important to us i love that i love that description in relationship to the water i've never heard anyone answer in that way that's really unique it's a great answer um Thanks. number yeah my pleasure number 6 if you had to start from the beginning what advice would you give your former younger self um if you're doing something do it well because whatever you do will contribute in a later life to who you become so that is something as an advice that i would give my younger self 
I think I agree with that. I, I don't think I can agree enough of what that means, you know. So I think we're both on the same page, yeah, about this. Nice. And seven, what's a day in your life like? <laughs> um, <laughs> what... Wake up with two cups of coffee (laughs) to begin with. Yeah, wake up early, fuel yourself up, um, give everything you have to what you want to do and what you want to create in the day. But at 5 p.m., we make it a point to plug out uh, across the road, walk onto the beach and just soak in the day that's been, watch the sunset, you know, just be there, be present. Because in this in this day and age, like there's so much consumption of data and information. And it's like, we're constantly bombarded, you know, with imagery and information. So it, and with professions that require us to be on the screen, it's almost a life choice that we made that we want to at five o'clock disconnect, walk around and just be present. When we say five o'clock, it's not the five yeah. a.m. club; it's the, the PM five. club, guys. <laughs> India said the, the five p.m. club who wants to go to the beach by the end of the day and call it a day. Nice. We had a great guest on Rajay Vanderheed, who's a C-suite designer in a, a small city in Western Europe, and he would say how um, his morning, his work morning, really started once he reached the atelier and kind of entered the doors of that space. And once he left that space at the end of the day, he kind of left the work behind. He didn't take it with him. And he kind of continued with a a personal day after that. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, as much as I agree with that ideology and a part of me kind of falls into that category who wants to be that person, I also feel like as creative thinkers, our mind is never really disconnected. But it's where we put our mind, you know, it's important. So circling back to that same thought, that you know it's it's how you do what you do but like it's important to know what's good for you as well and it's important to know where to draw a line and um and be okay for yourself so I think it's a love-hate relationship between work and like pleasure pleasure and life (laughs) but but I feel like when you make work pleasure it's 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 amazing and that's what we are trying to do so it's fun every single day but it but it is difficult to to plug out um on most days so we've made this ritual so that we're sort of forcing ourselves to do that you know it's easier said than done to leave your work at your work desk but it is very difficult to execute as creative mind because we'll go we'll go to an art exhibition and think of what a brand can do you know like we'll go we'll meet a person and think oh maybe you should meet this person and you know we're working with this brand so that being said it is very difficult for us to disconnect and maybe it's just us and maybe it's just all creatives but this ritual really helps us create that balance and this is very much what it means to be a designer isn't it like we uh we become design people rather than designers who have a design job we are actual living breathing designers right so Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're just like you're, you. You might find creativity in the artist space or in in something that someone randomly says to you, and you get inspired. But that's what it means to be a designer. I completely agree with what you're saying. Great. Number eight. Lifelong learning is a popular topic. How do you stay up to date? I mean, there's we have nothing in this world to conquer, you know, but or challenge or transcend apart from our own mind, you know. Um, 
the people that we interact with, the gods and demons that live in our mind, you know, and us ourselves, you know, our imagined lives, they all live in our mind. So we all live here. So I would just, I, all I would kind of lean towards saying would be to stop trying to be the traffic policeman to your own thoughts and ideologies, you know, let them free, let the mind run free and be, be curious, curious because that's how we turn ourselves into lifelong students. Yeah. So that but, would be my learning, lifelong learning. I would always want to be a student to life because you don't be, know what's going to be thrown at your day, yeah. uh, at you. Yeah. Be curious, be exploratory, you know, just keep exploring till you know. In fact, Thomas, if you remember Wallace from our college, mm -hmm. he, he, in my first lecture in college on typography, kind of told me something which still sticks to me and, and is really close to my heart. And it was a great piece of advice which was that as visual thinkers, never really shut your eyes or your mind off. Always keep it active and treat your brain as a dictionary to refer back to. And I don't think I ever understood the meaning of it until I actually started doing what we do and realized that like, yeah, there are ideas that I kind of go dig back into or that I might have met an interesting person or I might have seen a really interesting signage or a wording or a or a a uh, copy that was written that clicks with me in a situation where I'm kind of struggling to think creatively yeah. which which is again a lesson you yeah. know so or like taking pictures of of random things on the street where we're like oh this color goes so well or like taking uh finding textures that we like or just bringing little knickknacks home from the beach or from wherever you visit just to like have that memory with you in physical or not so yeah, that's how we stay curious. Great. And number nine, what tools do you use? Are you entirely digital? Um, we're all digital now. <laughs> Is someone not still who's living under a rock? <laughs> but like it's a I mean I feel like digital is now part of our daily life. It's now the norm. It's not an exception. Um, life would be unthinkable without our digital support systems of smart softwares and sleek gizmos and just like Androids and Apples. So, so I don't think anyone's not digital. So to answer your question, I feel like it's a yes and a no for us. Yeah. Yes, in, the sp in, in, in a way where we are in the digital space and we cannot refrain from being in this uh, realm of designers or creative thinkers or like being people who are actively working as visual thinkers for the digital media, but we don't want to bucket ourselves into the quintessential definition of nomads because we are trying to build a creative space in which is grounded and based in Goa. So I feel like yeah. it's a yes and a no, oh, wherein yes. we are digital nomads, but we're not nomads, but we're dig dig digital but activators. We're, but we're also like trying to create a physical creative space. So I, nomad might not be the exact, exact word. word. Digital, yes, indeed. Great. Okay. And halfway number 10, how do you deal with work-life balance? <clears throat> um, that's interesting. We're always trying to, but I feel like um, you have to be witness to the world around you and not let the chaos that it breeds consume you. Because the moment you get too involved in everyday mundaneness, you will lose all creativity. So you have to take a moment and click back and become an observer again to the world right um only then can you 
be away from the noise and the claustrophobia of every day. Only then can you sort of tune into your true thoughts and your true self. And that is work-life balance for us. So we create, we try to create that space um, between other reality that exists and between us. And only then there's like, again, there's so much data consumption that if you keep getting involved every day with every single news article, every single video, every single podcast, you'll just be so consumed that it there will leave it leave no space in your mind to create something new something original and something that's a part of your own fabric so we have to take time to plug out and reconnect with ourselves and that's how we feel we can achieve work-life balance but you know it's a theory and test (laughs) (laughs) it's definitely a theory and test Great. And number 11, and maybe this happened for you too when you shifted to Gula, but the question is, if you weren't doing what you do now, what would you be doing? (laughs) Something creative, (laughs) for sure. I don't know, maybe I'd be in architecture or like something. Like we're not elitist, we're just creative souls in childhood. So anything creative, I think would satisfy that. What do you think? I mean, I think I'd be a storyteller. I oh mean, God, no, you and your stories—they're <laughs> never ending. I mean, if to be fair, I'm all—we're already doing visual storytelling, but I definitely would be a storyteller. I would just want someone to pay me for it. So, <laughs> yeah, I'd be a storyteller. Nice. And what would you not like to do with your career? Advertising. <laughs> I think it's the lies that we can't tell, which is where design is the complete opposite of it, you know, I mean, because it's so based in strategy and how you want to actually communicate and not just, and it's so people centric, right? So I I mean, what we do as designers is so people centric, Mm -hmm. whereas I feel like advertising is just mass consumption of data, which is okay. Just another data. And we're also consumers to it. Yeah. But would we want to do it for a living no absolutely no I think Running it's a hard stop and direction. it's a no for us yeah <laughs> do you have a favorite word quote or sentence I feel like there's no creativity without risk creativity creativity has always been about risk taking for us for us it's about the rejection of comfort and it's about the sweat when I say sweat I don't mean of fear but the sweat of hard work. We do understand that there's always room for certain bouts of inspiration that comes through every now and then. But inspiration only comes to light when risk, discomfort, and grind is involved. So I think that's what, that would be, uh, that's that's something that we really stick yeah. to together. And that's our mantra, that there's no creativity about risk. And it's it's Without all about risk. being daring. And it's all about being, and taking, taking that leap of faith. And being discomfortable, like getting out of your comfort zone. But um, actually, when we say grind, we're not glorifying the grind culture. We are referring to the dark, aromatic coffee in our pantries that fuels all our creative explorations. Great. And how about a least favorite word put in a sentence? <laughs> Unnecessary client feedback on a Friday evening. Does that count? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I it's remember. not quite a quote, but it's definitely a, a feeling. feeling. Like it's a feeling. It's a mood. <laughs> and if you had to pick one word to describe yourselves, what would you choose? 
I'm a dreamer. I would say I'm definitely a hardcore dreamer. Um, I think that brings me closer to reality. So <laughs> that's what I said. That's that's the balance we that's create. Balance. You know, she's the realist in the situation. I'm the dreamer. That's how we roll, guys. Yeah. Cool. And sixteen. What keeps you up at night? <laughs> Unpaid invoices. <laughs> Just show me the money. <laughs> um. Seventeen. What's the dream you're chasing? I think we're just simply chasing happiness, and and that too in the simplest of moments, so the simplest of things in life. Okay. I think that's what I would want to continue chasing. I don't want to continue money. I don't want to continue fame, chase fame or chase money. It's I think it's mostly just happiness and yeah. chasing that. And finding that, yeah, living in the pursuit of happiness. And final stretch number eighteen. What inspires you? Um, nature, the culture that we were born into and are surrounded by, and history. Find it intriguing. Yeah, as boring as it sounds, as boring as, as history sounds, there's so much to learn from all these three these three things that chavi spoke of which is nature culture and history if you look closer you will find inspiration and that's what keeps us going 19 any advice you'd like to share be caffeinated keep buzzing on life and stay curious just be curious always and 20 um for promoting yourselves how do our listeners keep tabs on you how do we follow you That sounds like a question someone would ask an influencer, but mm-hmm. in all humility, follow us on Instagram. Our yeah. handle is over caffeinated design. For all those who did not figure this out, an abbreviation that we uh, kind of intended to make while we were naming ourselves as over caffeinated design was OCD. Yes. We both yes. share that actively, and I think Thomas, you would also be a part of the OCD club. <laughs> so friends of OCD. So your friends of OCD. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining. You know, I love these uh, three-way conversations. They're really, um, I, I think they're much more kind of charismatic and a lot easier to listen to. And, um, you know, so, so great to reconnect to India. Every time I think of that place, uh, my mind kind of shifts completely and uh, it's like a different world. So I'm so glad to do this with you guys. Thanks. Thank you. Thank so you so, so much, Thomas. Hope to see you in India soon, or yeah. or we'll have to come to Vancouver and see you see you down there and do some creative things together. That'll be fun. Yeah, this as a first stepping stone was amazing for us. Thank you. Truly was. Thank you so much for taking out the time. Like it was amazing. The questions were so intriguing. It really got us thinking. It actually, um, if you have to go back to your question, what is keeping us awake at night for the last one week? Were the were, were these was, questions? Was, your narrative and what would be your because i actually it actually made made us pause and think about what is it that we are doing because we've just been doing like we said we've been grinding we've been working and hustling mm-hmm. hard but i think uh this gave us a moment to ground ourselves and think about all that's happened and where we are right now so it's fun to be here now i would say okay well thanks so much If you like today's podcast, I encourage you to have a listen to other episodes. You can easily find them at uniqueways.ca or wherever you find podcasts. You can also find us on social media. And thank you. It's you that makes these great, and it's you who these are for.
Stay tuned for more unique ways. Thank you.